Hello, hashtag RCB family, and welcome. It's week 208. I'm Aaron Mack. I'm here with my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity, who is off camera at the moment, but he'll be right back in just a second to say hi to everybody. But I'll go ahead and get started with our what makes... Okay, so as far as the number eight, we'll do this a little bit differently going forward. So, you know, when you search in the little, um, sometimes a post will be like, type the first three letters in the alphabet and tell me whatever comes up. You know, it's like, oh, okay. And, and that'll be cute like, as far as your uh, phone's typing thing. And what I do is I type the number eight in my Google search and what came up for it was 80 for Brady, which is a movie, a new movie. It looks funny. And the movie Eight Mile, of course, right? So, yay, cool. So, my older song is a little bit older than I typically do, but not too old because it's just a couple of years before I was born, but brought from the Broadway musical Sophisticated Lady with my love, and I love me some, I love me some, I love me some, Phyllis Simon, her <laughs> song from Sophisticated Lady called Take the A Train, Phyllis Hyman, and Hinton Battle. Oh my gosh, they sing. Oh my gosh, they sing. Oh my gosh, they sing. Yeah, like Phyllis Hyman, her voice is so just outstanding, honestly. Like, the things that, that she's able to produce with her voice, the range of vocals. And since it looks like we have a second, I will say that, you know, I, I, I kind of, I feel badly when it comes to people who are before their time and what they have to go through and what it could be, depending on how they receive it, right? Like, Phyllis Hyman, it's my understanding, she was struggling, working, struggling, pushing, pushing, pushing to make it for years, like, with her outstanding voice, outstanding voice. And I'm a Whitney Houston stan, you know? And, and she had been before Whitney Houston. And it's just unfortunate because I, I could imagine because Phyllis Hyman, I think it's like 10 years older than Whitney. I, I think Phyllis, no, actually she's more than that. Phyllis Hyman is 49, maybe, I think. Whitney Houston is 63, of course, uh, 10 years younger than my mom, 20 years older than me. And, but Phyllis Hyman, like I, I, I could imagine seeing a, a, a young, spry Whitney Houston, like, taking over the charts, be like, that was supposed to be me. 
you know, and, and I, I feel for like even certain other artists that mm -hmm. I, I know of who were perhaps before their time and didn't mm -hmm. get their just deserve. It's unfortunate, um, you know. As I approach forty, right? Um, but but it, it, it's a sin. It, it, it's a sin. And um, nevertheless, Phyllis Hyman takes the A train from sophisticated ladies is outstanding. Basic complexity. What do you have for the new song? Okay, so for my new song, um, actually have the song titled. About Damn Time by Lizzo. And I adore Lizzo because I've definitely become a fan. Um, and the song, I believe, was the lead single from her. 2022 album uh, titled Special and I think it's just real chill album that you could just play while doing your spring cleaning so, so yeah. you've listened to that whole album yes Nice. Okay. I love, you, you know, it's so funny you mentioned that song because I was just talking with a friend of mine about that song recently. <laughs> and I actually really like that song. It's about damn time. <laughs> In a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental something, something about that. Time. Anyway, but yeah, it, it, it's cool. And it's interesting listening to that song. And I, I, I've seen her in interviews before, and she's talked about how she actually like grew up singing in the choir, but like, like that's an old school thing that you don't really hear people talk about nowadays. But right. how she grew up singing in the choir and stuff. Like Lizzo sings her butt off. Like yes. she, she has to make pop music, and pop music will only let you sing but so much nowadays. But she sings her butt off, even in that little piece. She <laughs> sings her butt off. And in that song, like I was listening, and I was like, oh my, she is hollering. Okay. Anyway, anyway, whatever. I'm sorry. All right. So I will say that we will go into the song topic for. Well, not the song top, but the show title for title, title the show titles for the week, and they are hashtag race free, hashtag choice life, hashtag xenophobia confused, hashtag share humanity. All right, Basic Complexity, are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Yep. 208. Hashtag race free at death not 
and hashtag VerseTV208A. There's been a lot of ongoing debate and discussion about where Bad Bunny fits in racially after a Time Magazine article where he seemed to avoid the subject of race. The subject of race in Latin America has always been interesting. Spanish had an entire hierarchical system where based on who your parents were, that's what you would be considered. And of course that came with its own socioeconomic benefits or lack thereof. And of course that racial hierarchy came with its own set of issues like blancamiento and mejorada raza. The concept that was put on black and brown people to brighten or whiten their race to make it better. But the avoidance of race is not by accident. It's actually by design, at least in the case of Puerto Rico. The governor of Puerto Rico, Luis Munoz Marin, saw the island as a mixed race society without the same racial issues as mainland United States and would often use the idea of a racial utopia as selling points to lure U.S. investors. The people of Puerto Rico are perhaps one of the clearest symbols of this absence of prejudice or of false pride or of false hatred of some human being as against other human beings. Him and his government believe race did not matter so much that they even petitioned and got permission from the federal government to conduct their own census. It was called El Censo Criollo, and it completely eliminated the questions on race. And for 50 years, this was the status quo in the census. And it wasn't until the year 2000 when they reintroduced the federal form that included the questions about race. Okay. So I will say that, first of all, I'll set a timer, right? First of all, he, he the brother is fine, and he is Boricua, and mm -hmm. it, it, I think it's so cool how when it comes to Puerto Ricans, I, I noticed like they represent the flag, a whole their flag, a Puerto Rican flag, a whole lot, and it it I connected with Nigerians because also, and this is all love coming from me, but I noticed like also when you go to like a Nigerian person's profile, they will also almost always have the Nigerian flag in their profile. And I was talking with a special African connection of mine, special about that and he's like well you americans do it too the american y'all put the american flag on everything and maybe i'm just conditioned to not uh well, well not conditioned but just so accustomed to it i don't know but as far as what he was talking about i remember years ago a co-worker of mine who is a very light white-skinned puerto rican right and I had another coworker who was a light brown-skinned woman from Panama. And she said to him, she's like, wow, if you lived in my country, you'd be a white man. And I just remember he was so taken aback. And so like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he, he was like, I'm glad I'm from Puerto Rico and we, we don't have we don't have that kind of stuff. And I'm like, Oh, you, you, you probably just feel that way because you don't see it. But th then in interactions with other Puerto Ricans over the years, I've noticed, well, that's a kind of common thing. Like even when I would work in the department where we get demographic information from people, and when I would speak with the uh, Puerto Ricans, I remember this one Puerto Rican woman 
like we asked, are, are you white, Caucasian, black, African-American, Asian, or other? And, and she'd be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And <laughs> she's, I think ultimately she went with other. And it, it's just interesting how people, because Hispanic is not a race. And, and that's something that's sort of complicated for people to grasp. I will say, oh my gosh, I know. Um, part of Puerto Rico also, it's my understanding their thing is their families can be of many different complexions, all in the same family. And it's like, we have that same stuff here in America too. It's like, but we don't acknowledge it because like even Roseanne, when she was, I'll finish in my one minute. Well, hopefully, face complexity. Okay. Um, well, first, I just want to touch on what you just said with families being different complexions. Yet, my family is just like that. Yes, my sister is definitely like smooth dark chocolate and like if you look at her and you look at me people wouldn't think we're related based off of looks alone but um yeah so all right after hearing this I was slightly slightly surprised um because I did not think that Puerto Rico <laughs> um, experienced problems with race or skin tone. Um, yes, I know, um, naive me, but um, yeah. Okay, well, I learned something, um, I learned something, a, is, what, I'm sorry, um, so, well, I don't know what happened with my wording, um, oh, Okay, that's what I was saying. Basically, I was like, okay, I learned something new today. Um, and that's just me. Um, I can't, I am fully aware that apparently skin tone is a um, global the global issue yeah although it really should not be and that's what I have alright I'll take my one minute and try to burn through this so <laughs> I was as, as I was saying you know people in America, we also have often, not always, but often, 
can have families of different complexions. For example, like even I am the like I was thinking, kind of assuming that I'm halfway between my mom and my dad because I'm like, well, genetics, but I'm actually darker than both my mom and my dad. It is what it is. And as far as I remember not too long ago, well, years ago at this point, I saw when Roseanne was running for president, she was asked about her position on Black Lives Matter. And Roseanne's answer was, quite frankly, they do. And it bothers, I'm really concerned about where things are right now because I have black men in my family. And I'm like, yes, I know that's right, Roseanne. You better talk about it. Anyway, because anyway, we've all got mixture. And the system likes dividing people. It's almost like that division from slave time still works. And, oh, okay, well, maybe later. But I'll say my one sentence. And I will say in well my uh, close up statement that I ask what can we learn from Puerto Rico about the whole race situation? I think Ida Rodriguez is amazing. I was watching some of her stuff, and she's also Puerto Rican. And, and I think that we can learn something from that genius of Governor Luis Munoz Marin, in my honest opinion. Ms. Complexity, you're one minute. Okay. Was, sorry, was getting myself set up. All right, so. There we go. <laughs> And okay, I personally think that um, whatever a person chooses I don't even know if that was supposed to be for a Sir. Oh, I was just saying what you were about to say sounded like B. Yeah, one. it might be. Um yeah, that might be be. I might have gotten confused. Well, did did you have a, a, a one minute or or? Um, just anything that, else you wanted to say on it? It might have been just what I said. Um, that um fully where the apparently skin tone is a global issue, although it really should not be. 
Okay. And let me also, uh, before we move on, sorry, shout out the Code Switch NPR podcast. They did a special on Puerto Rico and this whole situation. And it was very enlightening. Anyway. All right, Basic Complexity, are you ready for our next one? All right. B. Chelsea Handler. Hashtag choice life at Chelsea Handler. Hashtag verse TV 208B. 45% of working women ages 25 to 45 by 2030 will be non-married, no kids, single. I'll tell you what's wrong with that, nothing. I usually don't do things like this, but when I have to listen to men talk like that, I have no choice but to sedate myself with drugs and alcohol. Lately, I've been loud and proud about my status as a single, unmarried, childless, wild woman. And apparently some men cannot handle that. Every time I go on Instagram, I stumble upon SDE morons like this guy pontificating about how unhappy women like me must be. If you think that you're going to be 45 years old, no kids, not married, and that you're going to genuinely be fulfilled in life because you made money, best of luck to you, honey. Right. No, best of luck to you, honey. I'm sorry, but if the child-free joyride I'm on triggers you, here's a hint. If you need daily alpha content to remind you to be alpha, you might not be an alpha. Take it from an alpha. And the truth is, studies show that single women live longer and are happier. You wanna know why? Because they wake up every day and they don't have to listen to dipshits like you. Anyway, I have to go because my single unmarried is about to perform at my sold out comedy show. I'd invite you, but there are no tickets left. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. And yes, okay, so I'm first the first two and you're first for the wait a minute yeah we ultimately so you're first for this one yes you got it all right um after after hearing her talk i could honestly say that she is living her best life I nor anyone else has the right to tell someone how to live their own life. Um, she is doing she she is doing good for herself, and that is all that really matters. That's what I have. You coincidentally did it in one minute, but I forgot to start it as a three minute. Anyway, (laughs) so I will say, and with that being said, did you have anything else to say or were you finished? I'm done. Okay, so I will say There we go. 
my initial reaction is equal with my connection and that I say people should be able to want whatever they want. And I personally want my life partner, my male life partner, and to raise a family with him and all of that. I guess that's kind of a more traditionalist part of me or whatever. It is <laughs> what it is. I will say though, uh, just this past weekend, I spoke with a friend of mine about how society does not treat disabled and senior citizens well. They don't. And I, it seemed like he was about to ask me, oh, so you want a partner? So they'll just uh, be there, just take care of you. And I, I was like, well, no, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But ultimately, I say, and this is, I leave it at this, in the words of Pebble, back in the early 90s, late 80s, early, yeah, late 80s, love makes things happen. And that's just true. And number one, free... Hmm, Yeah, no one is free until we're all free. Free to do whatever we want in life, be it singlehood, be it marriage, be it finding the wrong address mistakenly at a house and not wanting to get shot in the face. But that's another story. Sorry, I I, yes, I went there. And (laughs) we should all be free to live. And no one's free until we're all free. But in the words of Donny Hathaway, one day we'll all be free. And maybe the movement people being less traditional is will, will provide balance to the whole thing. And I, I guess that's good because some people want marriages some people don't and we should see everything as people living their lives and allow people to live their lives thank you and also oh yeah I also wanted to shout out when she said pontificate because I remember my friend Years ago, back when I was in college, he taught me that word because he was talking about somebody who was like, and they had the audacity to pontificate. And I'm like, yes, pontificate. Let me go to the dictionary. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so that's that's just about it. Uh, basic complexity. Okay, you went first. You're one square. <laughs> All right. Um... All right, there we go. Um, she has basically plotted her own path through her own life. And that's what I have. And I will say, just to reiterate, I, I, I've got to stress it. I think everybody should be able to do what whatever they want. I guess it's the middle 
piece of libertarian in me. As long as you're not hurting somebody else, you should be able to do it. And hurting or harming, because there's a slight difference. There's a distinction with a slight difference. I will also say, though, that I want marriage. That's what I want for myself. That's me. Me, myself, and I, I want marriage. Anyway, okay. Um, yeah, I, I personally want Everybody else can, everybody can do whatever they want to do. Anyway, my one sentence is Donnie Hat, just like Donnie Hathaway saying, one day we'll all be free. One day. One day we'll all be free. Is complexity? Um, actually, no. Uh, well, if you have anything Kevin, aka Basic Complex today. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. 208.